The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear a brilliant marketer talk through the strategy, framework, and tactics used to elevate their brands to new heights. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right, welcome to the Rebrand Podcast. As you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. As just a quick thing, I've never even said this in my last, you know, probably three-year show podcast. Harkey Group is a independent group of agencies. We've got five agencies in our group, and we're actually about to launch our six. So all things advertising is what I love. I started agency 16 years ago, and I love doing this. So having just fun people on and, and just keeping it rad. So today we're going to discuss the power of brand films, one of my favorite topics. We started a film company called Matter Films at our group of agencies. I know a ton of other people in brand film business. So I'm excited that we're having Maximal Frost, award-winning filmmaker and founder of Simple Film School. Maxwell helps marketers and content creators look like heroes through in-house three to 15 minute brand films on their phones. Okay, I can't wait for this one. These films are not only grow their business, but deepen brand loyalty, resulting in deep repeat customers for life. Like, aside for this conversation, Maxwell already told me he's got his own podcast. Dude's getting ready to go snowboarding, so I'm super jealous. But let's discuss today building empires on brand films. Here's my conversation with Maxwell Frost, award-winning filmmaker, and the founder of Simple Film School. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me on the show. This is uh, this is gonna be fun. I love it. All right. So, I mean, I think the the topic's pretty well defined. So, I mean, let's jump into it. Love to hear your background on brand films. I think about it all the time in, in the world of social and now with AI and how do we get more and more brand films out? I mean, I'm, I remember back in the day, even still now, I mean, I, I would budget 25000 100000 300000 for kind of that three-minute brand film, and I wanted to look great, and I wanted to do great. Are we moving past that? And what's the new world look like? And, and what are you coaching your students to do? And how the hell did you get into this? So just to load you up with like a more <laughs> That's great. That's great. So it was a few years back, I was heading up marketing at for North America at a multinational company. And I was super frustrated by the content we were creating, either not landing with our audience are being overly expensive like you're talking about. You throw 20K at it, 30K, and it doesn't perform even close to what you had hoped. So it's frustrating and you're wondering like, should we ever do this again? So I started to look into what a lot of the best and strongest brands were doing, like the Disney's, the Legos, Patagonia, the North Face. And I realized they're all doing one thing that most other brands weren't, and that was creating short brand films. Um, and I was, I was a little embarrassed to realize that because I'm I like, I pride myself of being someone good at branding. And at that point I was making films. So I, I was like this really cool realization that two of my favorite things to do were coming together. And the brand films have a way to connect with our audience through shared emotions, interests, 
and experiences in a way no pop-up ad or email ever could. And you look at these brands and it could be overwhelming if you're in marketing to think about, I'm not even sure where to start with this thing, this beast of making a film. So we're willing to spend the 20 to 30K on a very short film. And it's often in a look and a feel and a tone that doesn't necessarily align with our brand in a way that we could do it if we did it in-house. So previously, not even all that long ago, like five years ago, you'd have to spend that money because the technology wasn't quite there yet for us to be able to do it with our phones. But now, like I, I make films, I make feature-length films and short films, and I've won over 20 awards in 11 countries for films shot on an iPhone. So that's where we're at with films. People often think they need to get this really expensive camera, this really expensive gear, and then try to figure out how to use that before they even get to the storytelling aspect. But now we can do it with the phones in our pocket with any smartphone made in like the last five years or so, a $40 mic and free editing software. So the bar to entry is really low now. And with a few different techniques and storytelling frameworks, really anyone who wants to make a short film uh, in that like three to 15 minute range can this week, just with a couple tools and a couple frameworks. Okay. Can you tell us how to do it? Yes, for sure. I mean, good. I want to get some buy before I went into the how. No, that was good. So, it was, yes, <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> I'll take one. Please. Yeah. So when it comes to filmmaking, as well as any other type of marketing, <laughs> story is king. And when it comes to not only telling good brand stories, but creating good films and creating good marketing assets in any area, I like using what's called the hero's journey. Have you have you heard of that before, that framework? I, I was actually just going to ask you the same question. Is, is it similar to like you see Hollywood typically have a similar story arc? I'm not familiar with all of them, but I am familiar with the hero's journey where let me see if I, let me quiz myself here. If I know what I'm, hell I'm talking about, doubt it. Pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, basically you, you, you face adversity and all this stuff mm -hmm. and then like you get through it and then, you know, you conquer the the challenge and then it goes down again and then it goes back up again and then it goes down again. It's just, it's like humans basically at life with, within, you know, a film. Yeah, for sure. And it was, it was made popular or popularized by this guy, Joseph Campbell who studied all of the best stories of all time, all the best myths and books and films and realized a few of the same ingredients that overlapped. So this idea that most of the best stories out there are written and told in a very similar way. So it was only a few years ago, actually, this guy called Donald Miller created a book called Building a Story Brand that's built on this entire idea of using this hero's journey, this tried and true method of storytelling in marketing. And he did a brilliant job with a book called Building Story Brand. That's Donald Miller. People want to look into it more. But that's also how you can tell good film, make good films and create really good brand films. So when it comes to branding, a lot of times brands mm. tend to position themselves as the hero of the story. Like, look at us. We're awesome for these five reasons. <laughs> look at how cool we are, which I think we all, everyone listening to this podcast knows that that doesn't really work. But in this framework, you also have a guide that helps the hero step into their preferred future. So films people would know this would be like Luke Skywalker being the hero, Obi-Wan Kenobi being the guide. Or in Hunger Games, it's Katniss Aberdeen, this guy Hamish, 
And these guides or like the Hobbits and Gandalf, most of the best films we watch after you learn this framework, you'd be like, all right, I think I know what's going to happen next. And then this happens and this happens. When I first realized that this was really the the thing behind 80 to 90% of Hollywood films and how they create raving fans, it just makes sense that we would apply that in the marketing space. So as a brand, it's important in these films to position yourself as the guide rather than the hero. Your brand is the guide that helps your customer overcome some obstacles so that they can live the type of life they want to live. In marketing language, this is defining a problem and then positioning your brand as a way to overcome that problem. And in this hero's journey, I like having three obstacles or three problems that we position our brand to help the hero overcome so they can live their best life. So I think about it in terms of the external problem, like this physical problem they have. Maybe it's someone who's struggling with weight or acne. And there's also this internal problem, how that affects us internally and emotionally. And then there's this philosophical problem, kind of this bigger picture connecting us to a cause. Patagonia does this better than anyone else on the planet. It's justice versus injustice, good versus evil, protecting the planet versus people who aren't as interested in protecting the planet. It's helping our audience be a part of the solution or experience change in that philosophical way as well. So an example of this, I learned best through examples, would be recently the North Face did a film that was, it was phenomenal. It's called Descendants. And it's about this pro skier athlete who happens to be a black athlete in the outdoor industry, which is very rare. It doesn't happen often. And it talks about the physical challenge that he has to overcome, just being seen as a black athlete in the outdoor industry, as well as the internal struggle that that creates, feeling like maybe I'm not welcome in this space because I don't have any representation in this space. And it's really cool because it dives deep into his history as well, positioning. So he is the hero of the story, this athlete. And the North Face is really helping him find his identity and answering his own personal why and who he is by exploring it through film, as well as his dad was from Africa. So they fly him to Africa to hear like his heritage story and make that connection. This guy's in his 30s and Anyone who watches this film can relate on a philosophical level of understanding your why, who am I? The sort of bigger picture, how do I fit into the world? So, and it's also cool as Patagonia positions themselves as the catalyst, not only this athlete, but everyone in this black, indigenous, people of color group to have representation and really lead the charge of that in the entire industry in a really powerful way by helping this one individual really makes sense of and overcome external challenges, internal and philosophical. So it's it's not necessarily position yourself as the guide as this product solves your problem, although that can work too, but it's more relating and being a catalyst and almost behind the scenes or having a coach or a mentor who embodies your brand values and your brand message and your brand why that helps the audience who's this hero that should represent your audience, step in their preferred future. So I, that was a lot of talking. 
No, this was this was fantastic, and I'm I'm very my mind's very stimulated right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about movies and the guide, and I'm thinking about other brands, and I'm thinking about why a spokesperson works so well, whether it's mm-hmm. a celebrity or not. It, they play the guide role, and good marketing in, in my mind's always finding your biggest affinity consumer base to imagine themselves in that problem while a guide or spokesperson is taking them through it. Like they're the hero. Like you see a lot of consumer products that are targeted at mom, like mom's always the hero of the story kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking about just, you know, all the movies. Like I, I just watched a movie last night and I'm thinking, okay, who's the guide? Who's the hero? And they like both were. And I'm thinking why comic book movies are so successful. And then you're totally right. And then I'm thinking about brands again of like, okay, it could be a quick hero's journey. And there's so many opportunities for guides as a brand. That makes a ton of sense. Can you give me other maybe movie examples? Give me a ton of brand examples. And and I'm thinking like, I mean, the day and age of, you know, Jolly Green Giant and Tony the Tiger and like all the serial wars back in the day. I mean, they were guides. They were cartoons. That's why we did the mascot game for so long. It makes, it makes a ton of sense. Could you maybe give me more Hollywood examples? Yeah, let me think here. I, I would think the the best known would be like the classic... Star Wars. I think most people yeah. are familiar with Scott, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth mm-hmm. Vader. George Lucas was a huge fan of Joseph Campbell, mm-hmm. like the biggest fan mm-hmm. ever. When you watch the films, you're like, it's kind of, it's just crazy to be able to peek behind the curtain and know how they thought and how they told the story, mm-hmm. which is the story, maybe the most known and most loved story of all time is a cliche. Like it's so by the book that it's crazy. Yeah. So you have basically, there's more to the hero's journey than I explained. Like in my, I had a course and I go into it in great depth, but just like the real quick 10,000, 30,000 foot view is you got Luke Skywalker. And, and usually the hero of your story, it's best to be an unlikely hero. Easy underdog. Yeah, the underdog. Everyone loves an underdog story and we can all relate to it. Yeah. So you got this guy living in the desert, his aunt and uncle, and he has this physical or external struggle when his aunt and uncle, who were essentially his parents, end up getting killed by the dark side. So he has this moment where it's called an inciting incident, where we have this thing happen in our lives, this one moment where everything after that is completely different. So he has the choice to become a Jedi or not, just continue to live in the desert. But he chooses to become a Jedi or trying to figure out his place in the world. And there's no way he can do that <laughs> other than Obi-Wan Kenobi. This old crotchety dude just hanging out in the mountains, like just salty. But he was able to give Luke a plan and the skills. So this case would be like physical skills of becoming a Jedi, being able to use a lightsaber, learning how to use the force. And he gives him a plan that R2-D2 has, I don't know if you remember, but Princess Leia puts a plan in R2-D2 for how to destroy the Death Star. <laughs> so Obi-Wan Kenobi can use that plan to help Luke step into his destiny, which is saving the world. And this is the classic philosophical story of good versus evil, which is what a lot of the, the best films of all time, both brand and regular films, are based And he has this internal struggle of this calling in his life and fighting it and fighting back. And you see this internal struggle as well. So you have the physical where this inciting incident happens is aunt and uncle are killed. Physical obstacle. Like, how do I make sense of this? This is terrible. 
He has this internal struggle of his calling, fighting it. He's got like this teenage angst thing going on. You can tell the internal struggle as well as the internal struggle of realizing his father is the thing he's up against, is Darth Vader, is the philosophical challenge. And they're trying to make sense of that as his father's son and trying to convince him to join the his side and his dad's trying to get him to join the other side. So these external, internal, and philosophical struggles often overlap. It's not like you start with one and then you do the other and then the other. There's an interplay that's important that happens throughout. And in the end, he ends up using that plan and Obi-Wan Kenobi helps him defeat evil by destroying the Death Star. So that's... That's a little snapshot of a film I think most people would be familiar with. Yeah, no, I love it. Here's what we're going to do. I'm I'm trying to stay on my 15 minutes, which I never do. You probably know in podcast world. Yeah. I want to dive deeper into probably another brand example. And then you're going to talk about how to actually get going and shoot this, which is great. And then I want to hear information on your school and all that. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to end first episode there. We're going to come right back tomorrow. Big thanks to Maxwell Frost, award-winning filmmaker, you said you won, you know, I don't know, 30 plus films on an iPhone, which is freaking badass. Founder of Simple Film School. Man, big thanks for coming on. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to shoot a brand film right now. And we're going to dive all things into Hero's Journey, brand films, shooting brand films on iPhones, all of it. So can't wait till the next episode. You want to learn more about Maxwell, you can find a link for his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website at maxwellfrost.com. Another note I want to tell you about, look, as you guys know, everything's on rebrandpod.com. So you can get everything you need there. You can apply to be a speaker. I've been a little more Simon Cow on speakers recently. I really want to make sure, you know, this just isn't ad tech. This just isn't agency people. This just isn't some VP of marketing. And because they're VP of marketing or CMO at Mon, but, you know, really providing something of value that I haven't seen or haven't heard before. Look, we've seen the emails, we've seen the AI. You know, my job is to provide value as much as I can every day for the marketing community we've built here. So appreciate you. I promise I'm trying my best. And if, if you did apply for a speaker, try again. Maybe the title just wasn't right, or you know, maybe it felt too ad techy, or maybe too, you know, maybe salesy. So thanks for applying though. And thanks for Mark and I for listening. You can always find me, just Scott Harkey on pretty much all the social channels, LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, TikTok, blah, 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 blah. If you haven't subscribed and you want a daily stream of marketing campaign brilliance, that's our biggest uh, KPI subscribers. Just hit that subscribe feed. Thanks again. And remember, it's time too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.